All right, now I hit record, and I'm Wait. just kidding. <laughs> And welcome uh, back to Bumper to Bumper. Hey, wait, no, I always welcome say that. back. I always say welcome back to another. What a stupid um, saying! Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper. I mean, it's so boring. What do you? Welcome back to Bumper. Of course, you're welcome back. You're listening to it. You know we're, that we're, we're back. back. I we just don't even need to say some... anything. Hold on, we don't even to... need to see. Oh, there we welcome go. back. This is so, so say much, it. Such a better. Position. We don't need to say welcome back. We should never welcome say back welcome back. Welcome back to another back. episode of Bunker, no. Bunker to Bunker. Because uh, guess what, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Um, that would be kind of funny because we kind of did this whole show during quarantine, Bunker to Bunker. Um, We're about to be our, our one-year um, anniversary of Bumper to Bumper. Uh, we've already had it. What are you talking about? No, you fuck. Uh, we. Whoa, whoa. Easy with come the on, hot Chris, language. Jesus Christ. Easy like, with you the can't hot even language, man. You don't even fucking know our own goddamn podcast. Okay, I do. I, technically you're right because technically I am four, right. We did four failed episodes before we finally figured out how to do it. Yes. But I'm looking right now on our Apple podcast list. Yeah. November 26, 2019 was the first one. And it was episode 1, Chris Candy and Rick Darge get to know one another. It was it came out when? It came out uh November 26th. 20... Oh, we were we were the Thanksgiving gift to the world. You're right. I am. You're yes. right. I am a yeah. liar. I am. Well, a liar. I mean, you're, it's a gray area because we did. Yes, we did start recording them. I think we already. It was late October in 2019, back when COVID was just a twinkle in China's eye. You know. Yeah, it was just a little twinkle. Um... It was just a little twinkle in Wuhan before it broke out and had its. Global debut. It, it it had a big reveal, a big reveal it had a party. A big reveal, and it was like, let me get into your body and let me shut let down me your country. Let me show you what's and, going on. Let me and you know, and then and then Gavin Newsom, who was never really on the map, he suddenly uh, became in the in the spotlight because people were like, what do we do? And and Gavin said, I'm your daddy, and I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to shut it down. And when you go out to restaurants, you're going to wear a mask in between bites. But not for me. I'm going to go to the French Laundry and indoor dining with no mask and eat shrimp and clams because I'm Gavin. And I got the best immune you system like because slowly, my, because like, my aunt is Nancy Pelosi. You're like a, and we can do whatever we want. You're like, um, you're like a liberal progressive with like, um, like conservative Republican rising moon. That's what you are. <laughs> you're, um, you like, you say stuff that like I disagree with so often. Wait uh, a minute, you di you dis you think it's cool that Gavin Newsom gets to tell us all to wear a mask at a restaurant, but he gets to go to the French Laundry, one of the most expensive restaurants in the whole country, if not California, and he doesn't get to follow the rules. Do you ever get delivery? You're from okay that with you that. You you're okay. You ever, get, you ever get delivery from French Laundry? You're okay with our king, <laughs> with our king, King Newsom doing whatever he wants? Okay, okay. I see where you are at when this, the revolution happens. You're going to be coming to me, Dude, buddy. when the revolution happens, you. when the revolution happens, Rick, okay, they're going to be coming to me, all right? Because I got, going, you, yeah. I got all the snacks. I got all the snacks, okay? Yeah, they're going to be when injecting they, when your body went, with all kinds of stuff. Me, they, taking me out first. Yeah, they're taking you out first. They're taking you downtown. And you know what? Let me tell you something, buddy. All right? You like to push a couple buttons? Well, I'm going to push a few buttons back, all right? And uh, hey, I I'm just, a conservative I thought, uh, Republican in my rising moon. That's my rising moon. <laughs> oh, God. 
Um, no, I saw that and uh, I heard about that. But that's one of those things where this You thing, can't justify it. I want to no, hear I, this, actually. Go ahead. Explain. I'm not going to justify <laughs> it. It is, it is the reason uh, the U.S. screwed this up so bad, and it started off with Daddy Warbucks uh, with Trump, because they had an opportunity to really lock this thing down early on. Look at all the other How, countries. though? How? How? If you had someone in charge, okay... How would they have locked it down? If if Trump shut down the whole country, they would have been calling him a bigger dictator than they call him now. So either way, it's like, and that wouldn't have worked. You know, America, we're all about freedom, but freedom see, th- and our is, rights. See, here you go. Here you go. This is where I contradict with you because, because if you did do that, we don't know. But quite frankly, if you look at other countries all over the world where they attempted that, let's smaller take, countries, oh, let's, bro. Oh yeah, like a small country like China. A big little teeny oh, little. Oh, China's itty-bitty. communist. They would weld their doors shut. Who and cares? They ca- and yeah, and guess what? Have, and guess what? What's camps. going on in China right now? You can go to Chipotle and you can get yourself a little burrito. No, you, you can't. Can. Yeah, go to Chipotle yeah. and then you go home and then you get executed because you tweeted something Who on the Chinese you? Twitter. Who is this? Who is my co-host here? I don't know this person anymore. Oh, you I'm know what? Defi- you know what? The th- <laughs> we're at the Thanksgiving table. Excuse me, I'm leaving. Input footsteps right here, please. God, I had no idea I was on a radio show with such, such a nasty, uh, nasty guy. Wow. I'm sorry that, you, what do you want me to say? You want me to say, I like, what flavor cotton candy do you like? I like strawberry. <laughs> you, there are no flavors of cotton candy. Just when, 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 you know. <laughs> I was thinking about the podcast today and I'm like, what are, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, it's better that we don't. I try to empty my mind before we do a podcast. Yeah, you, well, like, no, you clearly don't because I went on your Insta story and I saw you had a joke about <laughs> uh, the Gavin Newsom stuff. And I said, here we go, Chris, you better prep yourself because you got to fucking, you got to really uh, keep your dukes up for. Uh, oh, I, I would like, I would like our listeners to uh, message us and tell us if you no, love don't Gavin. Get, don't get, Please. Nobody loves Gavin. Look, if you're going to be a governor, if you're going to be a president, you have to accept the fact that you're going to be a, a dartboard for humanity. That's what the they're there for. The reason I don't like it. Come on, man. Me, let, no, yeah, come on, come man. Come on, man. You, come on, brother. Let me tell you something. Corn pop, come on. I was down by the beach and my legs, my hairs, they went curly. But you and sound they like <laughs> I just can't get behind it because I, my <laughs> internal view on life and the way I like to conduct my life sides primarily more with Gavin Newsom than it does anyone else. Like, Oh do, my it does. God. Oh well, my we, God. It does. He's a hypocrite. He's a hypocrite. Okay. You so, can't side with Gavin. No. Am I talking to every, the same person who did not want to turn this into a political podcast show? Because I mean, sounding this is, this, this is not, this, poli- isn't politics. this is not politics. Okay. No. This is, okay. Fine. It We're, not, I'm not, I'm not si- we're just talking I'm just about talk- the governor of California. I'm talking about, we're just I'm talking, talking about, about the, we're I'm, talking about regulations by the I'm state. Talking about hu- no, oh, no, it's not Chris, political. It's not political. I'm talking about human behavior. That's what I'm talking about here. Human behavior. It has nothing to do with politics. I know, but it. You have to understand um, that I just disagree with you on and in, in your delivery. You just want to disagree. No, I do. Song. I wholeheartedly disagree with you on it. No, you don't, because right before the podcast, you were showing me 
all of your conservative uh, <laughs> newscasts that you watch. And what people don't know about Chris is he was a hard Trump supporter, and he pretends. Okay, gonna <laughs> to have be you a edit, Biden gonna man. have gonna have you edit that out. Full on <laughs> member of the Democratic Socialists of America, Bernie Sanders supporter. No, no, I actually, I can actually honestly say that was a joke. And Chris has always been a Bernie supporter. He is such a diehard yeah, Bernie but guess supporter what? that. Guess wait, what? Let me tell the story. Yeah, you uh, got us. You did this fucking thing where you. We're, we're, I was in a text chain with Chris and 15 other people. I had no idea who they were. And we were, Chris was organizing this thing to raise money for Bernie's campaign. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, Bernie's a millionaire. I'm not giving him any money. But Chris was like, Rick, give him money. If you donate money, I will reimburse you and buy you a pizza. <laughs> Did I buy you a pizza? You said that. No, because I, I didn't donate. God, you're such but a, I should have such a failure. I should have. I should have such a for, failure in my eyes. <laughs> I should have for the pizza. That would have been a smart move. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, I just, I, 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 yeah, I got this thing called the. Um, it was called a conga line. We got a conga line yeah, going for Bernie right. Sanders, right. and uh, yeah. I, I raised a lot of money for that guy. Um, yeah, you, you did. How much did you uh, raise? I can't remember, but. Yeah, um, real smart, <laughs> real smart. He's got a little bit of extra money for that uh, little vacation on, uh, the, you know, when he goes out to the lake in Maine. You can't, you can't take that on it. You, oh my God, you sound so much like, you know, you sound like, you sound like a, like a, like a guy who like uh, owns a boat and uh, you don't want anyone <laughs> to talk to you. And you just yeah. listen to, you listen to like, you listen to, uh, who's that fucking nerd? Uh, Rush Limbaugh. Li yeah, you listen to Rush Limbaugh, and you yeah. drink fucking Folgers coffee, and you're like, No, I wouldn't yeah. drink Folgers. Oh no, in shit. my mind you do. In my mind no, you do. No, and you're no, like, no. I would, Yeah, I would you have know. My let nice me tell you something. Machine. You know what I like? You know what I like in the world? I like my freedom. I like my freedom of my speech. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? There's What's nothing wrong, wrong with I'll be it. On but my boat. I'll be I on always my boat just without a logic. mask, without a vaccine. Okay. I'll be sailing around the earth, and all you guys will be. Everyone's gonna get injected, and everyone. No, everyone's going to be dripping. Sign me up. Dripping ice cream out their ass. Okay, so we got, um, we're going to take a little break from um, the uh, political version of our show, even though Rick. This is not about. a, that's nothing political about what, what anything I've said. Nothing. Hey, fun fact about me, Chris, I don't side with any party. Okay. You know what party I'm about? The pizza party. And I'm not talking about pizza. You're gate. the pizza I'm talking gate? About pizza. Oh my God. <laughs> You're a QAnon. I'm talking honor. about Chuck E. Cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We're gonna call in uh, my good friend John Schweish, Johnny from Hawaii. Uh, we're gonna oh, get a Schweish. little beach report going on. What's going on over there in Hawaii? See if he picks up. John, John, how are you, man? What's going on, brother? I'm doing good. How are you, cousin? I'm good. good it's good to hear hey, your voice. Rick says yes, hi sir. too. Rick can hear you. Um, hey, Rick. How's it? He's doing good. He's doing good. Good. So good. what? You what's guys, going on? He's been safe. How do you know? What's going on over there? You guys, you guys doing all right? Yeah, we're doing all right. They're, uh, you know, it's it's getting towards the holidays, and uh, you know, uh, they're they're locking some things down again. Sure. Uh, put a curfew in uh, for ten o'clock. Wow. That starts on Saturday. But you know, we it's it's just it's it's more on people's minds. But um, yeah. but you know, yeah. Yeah. It, but where you know you at this point you kind of found your grooves and how to kind of get around. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm in bed by ten anyway, so that wouldn't really bother me. Yeah. <laughs> so just so everyone knows, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, Johnny is a good friend of mine. Uh, lives over in Kailua, Hawaii, which is on Oahu. Uh, yes, sir. And I was hanging out with you this time last year. Is that not correct? 
It, about you're about right. Yeah, yeah. We weren't wearing masks or anything. It was like the normality, you know. Oh my God, I think of that trip often. That was so much fun. Um, yeah, it was. It was a good couple good shows you guys did, and 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 it was good weather, and it, yeah, it was perfect. So what's going on over there? Are you playing music and stuff, or? Um... Uh, you know, um, we haven't. But uh, the band that I play in Cronzies, let me give a little plug there. Yeah. C r o n s e e d z. We just started practicing again. We actually had a show to do out at the skate park across the street from Pipeline, and that was canceled. And I don't know if it was canceled because uh, we were supposed – we have tiers over here. I don't know if you guys do, what you guys got going Yeah, we're in the there, purple but, tier right now. Okay, we were on tier Purple's two. Purple's royalty. We hit tier three, which means you're allowed to be around more people. Cool. And they just they just canceled that. Because uh, we, well, Sweet. you know, this is Hawaii, it's an island. We had 79 cases yesterday. Right. Which is not a lot, obviously, for you guys. But yeah. um, it, it's a little bit over the amount that they wanted to go to Tier 3. So we're still in Tier 2. And I can't believe that we're going to get any lower than that. We're probably going to get higher. So we'll be on lockdown soon. I, I give it about another couple weeks. Oh, yeah, you, you think know? so? Now, are you guys getting I'm a bunch thinking. of tourists over there? What's going on with that? What is that? I'm sorry, one more time. What's up with the tourists? Are tourists coming over to Hawaii? Tourists are coming. I mean, you, you, you've got Japan and, and uh, you know, every, it's like normality. You know, they're letting yeah. everybody in. I, I don't really know how it works if you got to uh, take a COVID test before your flight. I mean, they've got all these little got a quarantine. things that uh, supposedly make it, you know, uh, less, 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 whatever, you know make it safer for everybody but right. you know with all the people coming in i mean at one point you were getting about eight thousand tourists a day coming back and uh for that many people we're doing pretty damn good with the with the numbers i think you know nice nice that, but, yeah uh, that, that's pretty good yeah i miss yeah. i miss it over there a ton so you've been playing some music you've been uh <laughs> have you been surfing oh dude so quick can you catch us up hold on just so for people who don't know um, okay. Your neighbor is this guy named Barracuda Man. Can you explain Barracuda that? Can you explain Bar- Man. Barracuda I Man? Wish he was here. He was. Barracuda yeah. Man. Yes. So what's up with Barracuda Man? Give me the give me the tale on that. Barracuda, Barracuda Man. Man actually got hurt trying to jump in the kayak to take out the bait, and so he's not able to cast his pole. So Barracuda Man is on the sideline right now. But um, why is his name Barracuda Man? Uh, Can a you? Month ago, I actually had a heart attack surfing out uh, by the Mokaluas. You remember those two islands out there? Yeah. So you. So yeah. So John, you had a heart attack a year, a month ago. So explain, yes. explain that because that's, I, I'm, I will. I'm someone who uh, cares about his heart uh, and take good care of it. But what? Yes, what? We when, all, yeah. What? Yeah. So no, explain. You're a runner, you definitely could probably take care of your heart. Yeah. So what happened? No, I was. I was. Uh, I paddled out to the reef. Um, really good day. Nice waves. But I had to, it wasn't, you know, I mean, I don't know other people's experience with heart attacks, but it wasn't anything like, oh my God, my, I'm having a heart attack. It was just a consistent pain, Yeah. but nothing, nothing serious, you know, obviously, because I still paddled out. I paddled over to the island and sat for a little bit. And then the waves were just so good that day that I actually paddled out. I caught two waves and then just figured, you know, I better go in. It's a, it's a good 20 minute paddle Yeah. to get into shore, you know, and so Paddled in, I got halfway there, started dry heaving, Whoa. and uh, was like, okay, this isn't good. So, you know, continued to paddle back and then came home, and a Barracuda man was actually here that day, and he's the one that took me to the hospital. I wasn't going to go, and he's like, no, let me take you to the hospital. So I went in. They actually thought it was 
heartburn. They started giving me stuff for GERD and whatnot. And then the pain hit to about, you know, they ask you, what is it from one to 10? I told them, right, it's a, it's a 10 now. And so they did some more tests and then the doctor came running in and is like, you know, he's having a massive heart attack, get him upstairs. And Jesus. so I got two stints and a balloon put in me and uh, I'm top shape. Right. I actually, yeah, I actually went to go get a stress test today, but I drank coffee in the morning and they couldn't give it to me. So they had to postpone it. <laughs> well, you can't have coffee. Yeah. You can't have coffee before your stress test. <laughs> Nobody told me anything. They, I took a COVID test two days prior. That's all I was told I had to do. Yeah. And so, you know, I drink, I need my, my extra large Starbucks coffee in the morning. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> they wouldn't give it to me. Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my but God. It, was, it wasn't anything major. You know what I mean? I mean, I wasn't like in fear of my life or anything. And uh, luckily, Barracuda Man was here and he put down his fishing pole and he took me in, you know, and it, was, it worked out all good. Now, where explain was... Barracuda Man. Yeah. Can you explain <laughs> real quick why he's named Barracuda Man? Barracuda Man is a legend down here uh he, he he knows everything about barracudas and how to catch them and and it's just people from all over the world seek his knowledge on barracudas uh he doesn't catch mm. that often but he it, it, it's it's more of a parody actually but yeah that's so he came up he's the kind of guy he'll sit there all day and stare at a little white floater in the lake. I mean, just sit there, and it's just like the patience of Barracuda Man is unbelievable. And that's one of the things. That's one of the things he says. He, he always starts off his comments like Barracuda Man says, and then that's what people listen. And then everything after that is just like, oh my god, you just. It's, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he he looks like a wise, salty Hawaiian soul. I'm I'm I'm, uh, yeah. I'm happy that he's coming to my zeitgeist, and I'm happy yeah. that that you're healthy. Um, I feel healthy. Yeah, yeah. Good. I, I feel good. I feel good. Well, keep yeah. up with everything in in Hawaii. You know, we, the podcast is quick. I could talk to you for hours, okay. but oh, I got you. But yeah, I really appreciate having you on the show, John. It, it, it's um, it, it, it means the world, and it's always nice to get a, a check in and what's going on in another part of the world. Yeah, no, keep it, keep calling back, you know, and we we talk pretty much every day, and and that's cool, and I'll keep you up to date. But I need to do one thing. I need to give a shout out. Yeah. To my daughter and my two grandsons, mm. Robin, Owen, and Kyler. Yeah. I still have not I have not met Kyler yet because of this COVID and the flying conditions to get to the mainland. But she's up in Templeton, California. I just wanted to say aloha. Miss you guys. Love you. All righty. Oh, I love it, Johnny. All right. Well, yeah. be in good health. Have a good Thanksgiving holiday and say hi to everyone you, there. Chris. Yeah, yeah. And Rick, I, I, although I can't hear you, I know you're there. And uh, you guys have safe holidays. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, John. Yeah, Come yeah. We'll Thanks, be, man. We'll be over there, John. Aloha. Take Come care, brother. Now we're open. Yeah. yeah. Aloha. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> okay, buddy. Bye, bye. Take care. Bye. Take care. What you know? You just on this show. What a nice guy. You don't know what you're gonna get. And nice he, guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. I, I was. Uh. I well. I was gonna ask him about Barracuda Man, but then I di- I didn't know if he wanted to talk about the fact that he had a heart attack. I knew he had a heart attack, but. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad he's okay yeah. too. He's such a he's such a positive. Uh, awesome energy so i was happy to see him pull through on that see that see right there rick is a nice person you on the yeah. other hand you know you're you're kind of uh, problematic i think is the right well word, if but... i w- if i was talking if he could hear my voice i would have asked him about how all these um lobbyists and uh, california lawmakers <laughs> oh were, they're trapped no they're they're traveling they got into hot water because they were traveling to hawaii for some kind of a a trip or something they were going to uh, a maui event and uh, it's in it was in the papers it was in the la times 
Really? And um, yeah, and uh, the San Diego-based Independent Voter Project, uh, this conference organizer. Well, you know, you can go to, to Maui. You can, you can go to Hawaii right now if you wanted to. I can, but I'm not a lawmaker. Um, you know, closing down businesses and ruining people's lives, and then but, pretending like the laws don't apply to me. I am but, all for safety, Chris. I want you to know this right now. Like, I'm about safety. I want this thing gone so we can go back to normal. I get upset when there's hypocrisy coming from leaders. That's when I get pissed off. So yeah. to me, it's not a political thing. It's just... But did you see the new COVID um, commercial that came out recently? That no. Moderna? Uh, yeah. Um, here, I'm going to play it. You're just going to... Here, listen to this. Listen to the track they used. Did you hear that? They're using Creed. Can you take me higher? Because the numbers keep going up. You're such an idiot. <laughs> okay, enough political talk. Yeah. So oh, now he, like? now he admits it's political. Now he admits it's political. What kind of cotton candy do you Look, like? Look, everybody, it's hard to not go into politics. Can you blame us? Can you blame us? Nobody cares. Uh, nobody, no one is faulting us for it. You Look, it, we would be... Our heads would be completely way more up our asses than they already are if we weren't talking about what is it's going really on in happening right in the now. world. I know exactly. Yeah, I mean that's like you know it's like what do we get talk about? Like I miss Hawaii. My toenails. Man. I miss Hawaii. It's been a while since I've I've been there. Where did you go? Very, uh, I went to the Big Island, whatever the biggest island is. I think it's called the Big Island. Oh yeah, the big island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, that was in another lifetime. That so, I went Rick, there. talk to me. What's going on with you? Um, uh, well, I, um, a buddy of mine, we made a, uh, a little short film out in uh, Lancaster uh, about a genie, and we ended up taking home second place at the My Road Reel contest. Hey, who's your buddy there? Huh? Uh, my buddy is um, Chris Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, no, yes, yeah. yes. Rick and yeah, made I a, made a short, and uh, yeah. we we um, it's Rick called wrote the contract. It. Yeah, Rick wrote it. Rick directed. Rick did pretty much everything in it, and, and I think it was like I was only in your good graces for you to ask me to do it because I think I just said to you one day like I'm down to film something, and you kind yeah, of just no, like I mean, tracked that. You're like, yeah, okay. I th it, think yeah, I think I did. I mean, I truth be told, like you're in a lot of the stuff I do. I mean, if you go to my website and you look at the short films, you're literally in like <laughs> all three of the most recent <laughs> shorts. Um, but it's you know, it's easier when you're working with friends because then they, you just know how you know how you work. And uh, yeah, we made this thing. Uh, it was it was a little stressful because we had to make like a behind the scenes video and um it was just you and I and it was us we were just had a couple of cameras out in the middle of nowhere now and, explain uh, yeah, though what happened but what happened though so at the end of the shoot we filmed this whole day it's just Rick and I doing this thing and then at the end of the day when it's like everything's packed up and like we're having a topo chico and we're in the middle of nowhere the location we filmed this is uh where they filmed the movie 7 the final scene of the 7 the end yeah, yeah, work. He's like, what's in the box? What's in the box? Um, Rick looks at me and goes, okay, this is my impersonation of you. Okay. I didn't want to tell you, but um, this is for a contest. And, no, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, you knew it was a contest. I no, told you. No, I didn't. You didn't tell me that until the at, end. And then you told no. me the grand prize money was like 
a hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand, uh, which we didn't win that. No, no, you but knew we at the did beginning. Get something called second place, which was you can look up what too. we won if you want to know. If you're an accountant and you're trying to track us down, um, but you. You knew that it was a con- I told you it was a contest before you even got there. And then when we got there, when I was setting up, you were asking about it. And uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to tell. There was a first place prize was like seventy five grand, which was a lot of money. And they gave it to well, the film that they gave it to. Like I understand why they gave it to them. Like it was like a universal comedy that anyone could love it was uh kind of in the vein of drunk history where this australian family got their you know three-year-old daughter to tell a scary story yeah it was, it was really they, cool it was adorable they took her words and it's cool but it wasn't original i've seen that trope done millions of times um but it's fine they they executed it very well and you know art <laughs> is just recycled over and over through time and so they True. they did that that bit really well and uh you know uh hats off to them they're very nice i congratulated them on youtube and they they followed me back and congratulated us and um but yeah to be honest i didn't think we were going to win anything because ours was so it's such a dialogue heavy film yeah and um you know it's it's very like american film and this is like a worldwide contest and I was watching the live stream and then, yeah, they announced second place and I was like, uh, I was very surprised. And uh, I was, I was hyped. It was awesome. It was, it yeah, was, it was it's a really good cool. way. Yeah. So thank you to, to my the road, uh, uh, the road. No, yeah. Thank you to road. And you know, it's freaking awesome. Uh, you know, a little contest and uh, I, I haven't worked barely any this year. So it's, it's, I'm excited about right. it, even though, I don't think we get the money until next year, but it's still good. Um, oh, so it's going to still be a very mediocre year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, my I end will... of the year isn't so bad. It, I've been able to get some stuff. I just directed a like a children's thing for Walmart, um, which was like a four-day shoot, and that was very fun. And that's going to be coming out early December. So if you're a kid and you're under the age of 10, I think you're going to like these uh, series of videos. They're like these interactive children's videos that are, are very fun we sh- we did a, we we had a lot of fun making them so um but what were you saying i cut you off as i always do no it's it's okay you just love love to cut me off it's it's what you do it's it's your yeah it's your comedic tool as they would say have you gotten any uh commercial auditions um i haven't for the last like week no. or two weeks yeah i've had i've had a a decent amount of them um but it's it's you have yeah i've i mean during this time no way less i think it's like it's probably um uh, like an eighth of what it once was um i think i've probably had like six or seven commercial auditions when i used to be getting that maybe a month so yeah it's it's not it's not good oh yeah um, and, uh, you know, it's changed for people who don't know when you get, um, you know, a normal audition, you go into a room, but now it's, um, zoom. Like a zoom thing. And on top of it too, you know, and I wanted to bring this up, but it's like, we've all kind of adopted this, like, it's going to be like in the history books is like a weird little trend that happened, It'll, it, but it's like everyone, if you look at any celebrity right now or any actor or anyone in the public, like they all have like this long hair you know and it kind of looks good on like some of the men you see it on and then like 
and then but they keep it you know they keep it in check right and rick you've always had long hair but i kind of had it for a while and then it just kind of turned into cult leader look and i had like a beard and i looked like you know uh, wim hof or something like that and and i was like going into these auditions mm-hmm. with this look and um and i just don't think it was booking because i looked like every other human being uh who was reading things and it was like long hair and a beard and it's because rightfully so we we're all locked in all day um and um, I, you know, I, I haven't booked anything in a while. That's what I'm getting at. Um, but I've been happy to make stuff with you. And then I've had the, um, the, 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 the I'm, I've been writing a ton, which has been great. So I've been yeah. keeping busy that way. And, um, you know, this is the thing. It's like, it's still real. It's still going down. I've heard multiple friends who have come down with this thing recently. Um, but, uh, it, you know, you just, we've, we've adapted in a way. So we just got to keep adapting. That is the truth. That's what I would put out there, politics aside. Um, I was going to say, though, God, for you to get caught at a restaurant with out your mask on and being the governor you really chose what a yeah he's a dipshit probably the probably the most expensive restaurant in california for sure um yeah you know that one i don't think he's a dipshit but i um i i uh i think that's a that's a dipshit thing to do that's in a pandemic that's like a real bullshit thing to do well i think it just proves that we're all i will say i understand he's a leader and i totally understand that but you know let's all be honest politics aside everybody has gotten lazy with this thing so um and 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 what that shows to me is it's gone all the way to the top that people have gotten lazy with this thing i get it like we all have loosened up but i'm not making laws and shutting down small businesses and affecting people's livelihood so i can be as loose as i want this guy is held to a higher standard that's why we elected him and that's all I'm going to say about that. You hear me, Daddy Newsome? I know well, you're no, listening, but I, Papa. Well, but Rick, like, okay, get back into it. What would you do in this scenario? You lead by example. So if you're going to be, um, you know, making very strict calls, which California has been one of the strictest states, then you don't do anything to compromise your message. Fair enough. Because Fair people enough. are going to tear it apart. Because what is, what's going to happen is people are going to see that and then they're going to be like, well, F it. I'm not going to, you know, do follow the rules if he's not going to follow the rules. And I feel like that has a, a deeper negative impact on culture in California. So if you're, if you're going to be strict, then you need to, you know, do your little dinner parties in like your bunker underneath your mountain home. Like don't be doing it in public, <laughs> mountain, especially mountain. at the, I mean, the French laundry is, I, I grew up in Napa Valley and, um, you know, French laundry was about 15 minutes away from my former high school. And, uh, you, you, have you ever uh, eaten there back? No, uh, back then it was like a nine month, uh, waiting period just to get a table. I mean, that's how crazy it is. Yeah. It's, um, I've had friends and my mom's eaten there and it's, it's a little French restaurant that serves very small plated, you know, dishes and they, French, they do yeah. like, a, like it, it's like a 10 course meal. Um, Thomas Keller is, uh, the chef, uh, he's got like a, a bakery, nearby called uh, i believe bouchon that uh like sells out oh and then and they've pastries. got a bouchon down here that's right there's bouchons yeah. kind of everywhere now i that's mean right. if you're a foodie uh napa is the place to be um maybe not now because you know <laughs> we can't really eat indoors but 
Uh, yeah, there's no better place than Napa for food in California. I mean, it just has, Was that Maya it has everything. Yeah, she's barking at something. I think she's barking because uh, she knows the end of the podcast is, is nine. Whoa, that's the sound <laughs> of the end of the podcast. That's the sound of the end of the podcast. And... <laughs> Roll the music, please. Oh, my God, Rick. It was just so fun. You know what? We'll, it was good. We'll call this one the political discourse one. You know, we had to get some stuff off our chest, but we did it. We still love you. Um, and uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bumper to Bumper. We're back. Yeah, thank you. We're going to be back uh, more often. Thanks to Johnny Schweish for being on the show. Yeah, man. It'd be cool if we can get the Barracuda Man on the show. Oh, I'd man. like to hear his, man. his story. He looks insane. He looks like an intense <laughs> yeah. guy. He looks he like a Barracuda. Does he have tattoos on his face? No, not in his face. He's a very thin kind of looking, you know, Hawaiian guy. Um, no, nice. All right. Anyways, thanks, everyone, for tuning into the show. Thank you, guys. We'll be back next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.